Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm a life and leadership coach, author and ex-expat partner. In this podcast, I will bring you ideas, inspiration and interviews so you can use this transformational time abroad to create a life that makes you happy and fulfilled. Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm very, very happy that you're listening to me today. So before we start, I want you to get into the podcast and to completely arrive here and to be in this moment. So please close your eyes if that's possible in that moment for you and take a deep breath. And I welcome you to the podcast. Yeah, as always, I'm very, very happy to hear where you are and who you are and um, where you are in this world and what you're doing while you're listening to me. So um, if you want to share this with me, um, you can send me an email to podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de or send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. I'm very happy to hear from you. And I've now gotten some... Um, emails uh, from listeners so if you send me one and you hear this thank you I'm very happy and grateful that you send it to me and um, the feedback that I got was very interesting because some uh, people find that I'm talking too slowly and this is because I I'm thinking while I'm talking, but I completely understand what you mean because when I listen to a podcast I always find it too slow so um, what I do and this is a little tip for you maybe you can do it too um, almost every podcast app um, has the possibility to um, turn up the speed so you can listen to it faster and uh, maybe this is also something that you want to use for my podcast so um, feel free to um, make me talk faster <laughs> by uh, doing this in your podcast app and then maybe it's uh, easier and better for you to listen to me so just a little tip from my side because I completely understand I do this all the time <laughs> yeah so today um, I would like to talk to you um, about a very very important topic for um, expert partners and I think in general <laughs> I want to talk about relationships so in the German version of this episode I had an interview with Olaf Schwantes who is a um, relationship coach and therapist And we talked about um, how you can have a good relationship while living abroad. And he had so many um, tips and suggestions and really like how to phrase um, a question when you talk to your partner. Um, it was amazing. I had, there was so much I learned from this episode and that I already used in my, in my daily life with my partner. So this episode is not only for expert um, couples, but also for, for everybody who lives in a relationship and who wants to have a healthy relationship. So here's what, I what we talked about. Um, yeah, so when you are an expert partner, um, you know that the situation that you are in is very, very special, especially as a couple. Because the one partner... The one person is um, 
being delegated to another country, sent from the company to another country, and um, the other one agrees to come with him or her. Mostly the men are going and the women come with them. And then you are in this new country and the husband has to work um, almost immediately and he has to work a lot and there will be lots of travels and uh, he will be away a lot because this is what he's there for. And then he, um, the woman or the partner who stays at home is the one who takes care of the move and all the logistics and of the kids and find your the new supermarket where they you go grocery shopping and um, you do everything around the relationship and um, the whole family and all the emotional needs of everybody. But somehow you forget about the relationship because it feels like this is something you know each other, you have been together for quite some time normally, so this is safe. It's um, You don't need to worry about it, but then um, you do need to worry about it. You, knew, you, you do need to be very conscious about your relationship because this is the heart of your whole adventure. This is what this all is based on. And um, you know that when the parents are happy, the kids are happy as well. And um, it's, and you know when the parents are emotionally stable and um, are happy in their relationship, it's also better for the kids in case you have them. So it's really important to take care of your relationship. And what I heard before we went abroad was that a friend of mine who had been to another country before and who also moved with us to Raleigh at the same time, she said, either you get closer as a couple during that expert time or um, you break up, but there's nothing in between. So I was a little bit worried, but um, it also made me very conscious about the relationship. And we talked a lot um, because my husband is really good in that. So I'm, I'm very lucky there. Um, and another thing that is very apparent is that um, the divorce rate is very high among expat couples, mostly after they move back, because then they don't have to rely on each other anymore. But of course, um, in many relationships, you have times when the focus shifts away from the relationship itself, because you have um, kids or you focus more on the career but it's always tricky because the relationship is the foundation most of the time so it's really important that you shift back the focus on the relationship and of course it's not all the time like it was in your early days when you were together in the beginning and the relationship was everything but at least be aware what is happening in your relationship so um, Olaf said that it's very important that you really talk about it and not just assume that everything will be fine. So before you're moving to another country and you're, you're living there um, and when you're preparing the move and everything, sit down and talk and really talk about it. Be honest 
about your feelings, your fears, your wishes, your dreams, your vision for it. And even if you feel like I shouldn't say this because I'm, I would bother my, my partner, it's just minor, I can handle it myself. But still talk about it because it's so important because if you don't, you will accumulate over time all these negative feelings and at one moment you will explode and your partner has no idea what this is all about. So it's good to tell him or her. And it doesn't need to be for, I don't know, weeks or long sessions or that you go away for a retreat for a few days to talk everything through. It can be a few hours, like two to five hours. Just tell each other, okay, let's take that time and prepare emotionally as a couple for the time abroad because things will change there. Our roles will change. Um, our environment will change. Our friends will change. The infrastructure. Everything around us will change. And we need to rely on each other. And that's why we need to talk. And Olaf also said that you might need to set up some rules. Normally, he's not a fan of rules. But um, he said in this case, it might be very wise to do that. Because um, this will give you kind of a, a kind of safety, like safety net in the unknown, um, especially in the beginning. Because when you, you can, the, those can be organizational rules, but it can be also uh, be like relationship rules, emotional rules. For example, that you agree upon that you always talk about things and you will not just assume that you know what, you, what the other is thinking. And he said it's also important that you um, separate the organizational part that you sit down together maybe once a week to talk about the logistics and the infrastructure of your whole life and also that you sit down in another meeting maybe once a month or at least once a month maybe um, every two weeks or so that you sit down and reconnect on an emotional level like that you have those little he said islands um in your everyday life that you can like reconnect to your partner during that time. And this time can also become a ritual and you can connect it to other rituals that you have in your life every, anyway. For example, um, okay, mostly the husband is working and the woman stays at home. So when the man comes home and his wife was there, you, you, connect on, on some level. Maybe you um, have this ritual that you sit down together, have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever together, and that you're just aware that the other is there, that you feel seen, that you, that you know the other is there and is seeing you and acknowledges your presence. This is it. That, that's all. You don't need to discuss deep emotional things during that time. And even if it's just, how was your day? And both sides ask that and that you are really interested in the answer. And it can be like 10 minutes or 15 minutes. But if you do it every day, it's just so nice to have this ritual and to reconnect every day or every week or have a date night every week. Whatever it is, just you have to create this time and take this time and create this ritual around it. 
and creating a ritual really helps. And if you really want to discuss other things that are more deep, that are um, more emotional, then you there's one tip he, he um, Olaf gave, is that you should um, ask the other person for permission if it's okay in that moment. So um, if you have something on your mind and you go to your husband, you can ask him, is it okay if we talk about this right now? And then he can decide if he's doing something, I can leave this be for a moment or um, I will talk to you in an hour. But it's his decision and you're not cornering him and then he panics and he refuses to talk. So ask his permission if he has time right now. This is very important because then you will talk more often. Be sure about that. And when it comes talking to men, um, and I asked this as a woman because I had a man in front of me who could answer me that question, what should I do when I want to talk to a man about some emotional things? Because most men often don't want to do that. So his um, suggestions were that you be very direct and ask directly, okay, I need to talk. Can we talk now? Ask permission. And then you tell him what it's about, that you say, I want to talk about um, that I feel so homesick and I don't know what to do about it. So he's not wondering, okay, if, if we discuss it in an hour, what's it, what is it about? And then he panics and he doesn't want to do it. And he can already think about solutions for it. Um, even if you don't want to hear them, that's, that's the other thing. But he has something concrete and it's not so vague and, and that's because that's scary. And then you set a time limit. You said, okay, can we sit down for half an hour and talk about it? This is also less scary. And then he said, it sometimes takes men a long time to really understand that this is important. So even if you feel like you've exhausted all your options, Stick with it. Ask him again. Tell him again how important it is to you. And stay with you, but without um, accusation in it. So um, this is really important that you, you should have mm, me messages like, this is important to me, but don't put an accusation in it. Just be very open because... He is a human being too, and um, he can decide what he talks about and what not, and he has feelings too. And when we talk about being concrete um, when you're in, in, a, in a conversation, really be concrete about your feelings. And this is important because um, you also need to feel them yourself and give them a name, which is sometimes harder than you think. Because fear, anger, frustration, those are all negative feelings. But sometimes you mix them up. So it's very important that you get clear on what is, what is the feeling you're feeling. And then it's easier to talk to your partner. And what really helps is that they are, um, so scientists found out that um, a feeling lingers in the body for 90 seconds. This is the longest. 
So if you accept the feeling that it's there and you feel through it, it will last only for 90 seconds, which is one and a half minute, which is not that long. So, but if you shove it away, it will stick and it will linger and you will there, it will be there all the time. So accept the feeling that it's there and feel through it. And then it's easier to, to think about it and to give it a name and to talk about it as well. So this is a recommendation for me. Really feel the feeling and then you can talk about it. And even after, if you don't know the name of the feeling because you can't really grasp it, still tell your partner, I have this diffuse negative feeling right now and I don't know what to do. And the good thing is, your partner can always ask, is there something I can do? And maybe at that moment, you know already what you need him to do or her. Maybe you just need a hug. You just need to hold him and to reconnect and just to, to be there with him in that moment, just to not feel lonely. And this will come in that moment, just trust it, trust your feelings, trust your, your instinct and um, just say what you need. It might feel embarrassing at, at that moment when you think about it, um, but just say it. Your partner will be more understanding than you think. And if you have the feeling that your partner is mad, there's also a good question that you can ask. You can just say, I have the feeling that you're mad at me. Am I right or not? And in this moment, you give the partner the leeway to really check in with himself or herself to see, am I mad or is it another feeling? And am I mad at the other person? Or am I mad because some work issues came up or the children or the house or whatever it is. And so you just get into a conversation about those feelings and you don't assume that your partner is mad at you because maybe you're right and he's mad, but maybe he's not mad at you and he just can't express that at that moment. He doesn't think about you um, and so you just get the feeling that he's mad at you. And that's the other problem um, that you have as an expat couple and as couples in general. You often assume that you know what your partner feels or thinks because you've been together for such a long time and you know each other so well that you assume that he is just mad or sad or um, frustrated or whatever but maybe he's not. So stay away from that. Always name it, say it, and really listen to the answer. That's very important, especially with couples who's been, who've been together for a long time. You assume too much, and this is very toxic for a relationship. And then again, about things being as they've always been, your roles will not be the same. Your roles will change in some way or the other. 
And in general, they have been changing over the past decades. Um, women have been become stronger in relationships, and most men like that. But it's still, we have to adjust to this new situation. And during an expat time, when the wife doesn't work, and she used to work before, your roles change completely. And here it's very, very important that you talk about it before, that you anticipate this role change and say, okay, this is what will happen to us. We will get back into a more traditional role. I don't like that. I accept it because I want this life with you in another country, but I don't like it. And it's, it's stressful for me. And it's not that I'm happy that I'm at home all the time and that I'm not working and um, that I can meet people all the time. I don't enjoy this. I just suffer through this, for example. And then you can, can really have a conversation about it, what it means that your roles will change. Because if you go into that new situation with open eyes, then it's so much easier to see when you fall into cliches and that you play a role that you don't like. And then you can, you can just name it, which is very, very important. So talk about it before you go to another country. And what is also important is that you take your time as a couple during that time you're abroad. Um, I mean, it's always important. But maybe you have just an hour a week. That's okay. Make the most out of this hour and really plan something that you both enjoy and that gives you um, a good feeling for, the, for your partner. And maybe you can go away um, for a weekend. Maybe that's possible and really plan on it and tell your partner that you need that. Not just because you need to get out, but you need to reconnect to him or her. And there's one exercise um, that I want to finish with because um, um, I really like it at the end. Um, Olaf said that uh, he likes it when you do an assessment once a year on where you stand. Are you still there where you want to be? Um, does everybody feel well in the relationship? And often we don't talk about it because we are afraid of the answer that the other person doesn't like the situation anymore because then we have to change something and change is scary for most people. So really be willing to hear the answer. And the more often you really connect to your partner, the less surprises you will have um, when you hear an answer because you know already where you stand and you don't assume. And this last exercise is that you um, create a vision together, um, a couple's vision. You can do this also normally for your marriage, for example, or for your relationship, for your whole life. Often it's not valid till the end of your life, but for the moment being, it is. So maybe you can create a vision just for your expert time as a couple and you can really sit down and things and talk through it what you need what your wishes are what your dreams are your vision um, how you want 
this whole relationship to develop during that time. And of course, you can't plan everything. Um, that's normal. And it's, it wouldn't be good if you plan everything and then something else happens and you're totally thrown um, off course. So plan a little bit, create a vision, but really make this vision big. It will get smaller by itself anyway, but really create a great vision. And you can do this visually as like a collage and you um, cut out pictures or whatever and put it on a on a collage like a vision board. Or you can just write it down or just talk about it. Maybe that's enough. And maybe after the midpoint, you can um, talk about it. Are we still on track? Is this still the vision we had for our relationship? Where did we get off course and how can we back, get back on? So I really like this exercise to do it as a couple. And if you feel like you can talk to your partner about it, that you want to do that, um, try some of the suggestions that we had before that you really tell him or her that's important to you and that you need this because you're in it too and you have emotions too and you need to get through it because you're the other half of the couple and you're as important as well. So I really hope you enjoyed this, um, this episode. I learned so much um, for my relationship and how to talk to my husband. And um, yeah, maybe you can tell me in a private message what you learned and how you maybe applied this to your life. And I wish you all the best for your relationship and for your time as a couple abroad. And of course, when you're back as well. And yeah, I really would love to hear from you and I wish you all the best. This was the Expert Partner Podcast with Julia Mida. Thank you for listening. If you want more information on how you can create your dream life, please visit my website. You will find it under www.dreamfinder-coaching.com. There you will find all information and links for this and other episodes. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, and I would love to connect with you there. If you have questions or feedback for me, or if you have any idea for a topic that I can cover for you in this podcast, please email me under podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de. I wish you a wonderful day and please enjoy your life.